Hello and welcome to the Quietly Visible podcast. I'm your host, Carol Stewart, founder of The Bounding Solutions and author of Quietly Visible, leading with influence and impact as an introverted woman. This is the podcast for introverted women who want to thrive as leaders and in life. Today I'm talking about resilience and what it means to be resilient. Past 17 months or so for many of many people has been quite unsettling, quite upsetting and many people have had their world turned upside down. We have been through an adversity having gone through this pandemic of the past year and it's affected people in so many different ways. Lost loved ones, been ill themselves, lost jobs, working from home and having to homeschool children, the stress of everything, if they're self-employed, not being able to open businesses or there's so many ways in which we've all been affected and being cooped up indoors for such a long period has, has also had an effect on people as well. And in order to get through adversities like a pandemic, we need to be resilient. And many people think that resilience is about bouncing back from setbacks, bouncing back from adversities. But it's more than bouncing back. It's about being able to adapt when we face adversities, when we face trauma, and be able being able to rebuild our lives. It may not be the same as what it was, but we can still have a life which is satisfying. And really resilience is all about how we view and engage with the world and how we utilize the social resources and coping strategies that we put into place when we're going through difficult times. And it is something that can be developed in us. Some people may be lacking in resilience, some people may be higher in resilience, but we can all develop resilience. And when we're low in resilience, we might be more emotional, more fearful, feeling overwhelmed, panicking, stressed, easily depressed, nervous, irritable, defensive, feeling insecure, indecisive, worrying a lot, nervous, irritable and feeling hopeless. And these are some of the emotions that we may experience or some of the things that we may experience when we're low in resilience. And how we respond to adversity will determine how we get through it. Um, We can either go through an adversity or go through a difficult, challenging situation and not get through it well, worry, be anxious, be stressed, be depressed, or we can get through it and we can develop the ability to adapt to the situation. The thing is, in life, bad things happen, and that's a fact of life. But how we respond to it will determine how we get through it. And often it can feel like when we're going through a difficult situation, a challenging situation, there's that fear of the unknown. 
and it can feel as if things are out of our control because we don't know what is going to happen. And we like to be in control of our circumstances. We like to know what is around the corner. And when we don't, that's when we can feel like our situation is out of control or and that the and that we're sinking and that you know we can't get we can't get out of this, that we can't get over this. And if if a situation is out of our control or out of your control, we can accept that there's nothing that we can do about it, but we can control how we react to it. We can acknowledge and accept how we feel. And the thing is, as humans, we are incredibly resilient. And this has been demonstrated over the past 16, 17 months. How, when we look at how easily we've adapted, when our world was turned upside down. And, and many of you are a lot stronger than what you think. And it's often when you're pushed to the limit that you see exactly how strong you are and although we don't like to go through adversity there are actually benefits to be gained from doing so and research shows that when we go through challenging times it is likely that the challenge is not so bad should we go through it again. We develop resiliency and with that comes the coping mechanisms that enable us to get through the struggles that to get through those difficult times and the thing that can really help with that is developing a support network and getting the support of others and not trying to do it all on our own. And that is important. And, and for us to grow through the challenges that life throws at us, researchers of post-traumatic growth discovered that people who survive trauma identify and embrace new opportunities. They create strong relationships with the people they love as well as developing relationships with other people who have been through what they have been through. And they develop an inner strength through the knowledge that they have overcome that adversity. And it also gives us a deeper appreciation of life and they develop spiritually or existentially. And this is something that we've seen a lot over the past year. There was a study done at the University of Bath and they found that 88% of uh, people that responded said yes to thinking that there were positives to come out of the pandemic and social distancing restrictions. And the researchers described four key areas of post-traumatic growth where the participants of this particular study experienced positive effects. And these were, um, I'll read this out, 48% described a growth in family relationships. 22% described feeling a greater appreciation of, for life. 16% described spiritual growth, which involved a greater engagement with fundamental existential issues. And 11% described discovering and embracing new opportunities and possibilities. And, and I can relate to a lot, a lot of this, having gone through the pandemic of the past year, I I also lost one of my best friends of 32 years just before we went into lockdown, who she passed away from breast cancer. And last year was a, what I call a bittersweet year, because I started off 2020, published my first book 
I did a TEDx talk the in January 2020, and then just a few weeks later, one of my best friends died, and then just a few short weeks later, the whole nation went into lockdown. And then through that year, I was not only mourning the loss of my friend, I was also adapting to the way in which I had to work, seeing a a drop in the work that I had as well, initially. But yeah, I I was able to remain resilient throughout. And the big thing for me, for me throughout that was my faith. Um, my family and friends, and having fun during those those difficult times, and the the family and friends, close friends, they were crucial to that. Just that knowing that they were there. Um, I have I come from quite a large family, um, and we had the family WhatsApp group. And was every day just connecting with them in that WhatsApp group and knowing that I had that support, I had that love, I had that encouragement throughout the year and we all supported and encouraged each other was pivotal to getting through 2020 and the, the pandemic. And when we're going through challenging times, it can often feel like we're the only ones that are going through it. We're the only ones that are experiencing it. But when we talk to other people, we realise that we're we're not the only ones. And there's something about other people's stories of making it through adversity that gives us inspiration, encouragement and hope. And I was approached at the beginning of the year to contribute to a book which was going to be about resilience, about how people have remained resilient throughout the pandemic and the proceeds of this book are going to go to the NHS. And so I said yes because I recognise it, you know, the NHS, people that work through the NHS, for the NHS which is the National Health Service for those of you who are not in the UK and you, you, you don't know what I mean by that. They have been tremendous throughout the past year. And so to give my time just to write about my experience of the pandemic for this book that was going to support the NHS, to me, was a no-brainer. And so that's why I said yes. And there are 45 of us who have shared our stories, all very different people, different experiences, different lived experiences, sharing sharing our stories of how we got through the past year or we got through 2020 and the pandemic. And this book is called Resilient Voices, Stories of Positivity, Resilience and Hope from a Pandemic, and it's published on Kindle on the 5th of July. So please do support it because you'll also be supporting the National Health Service in doing so. So in terms of developing resilience, put your situation 
into perspective and look at things from the lens of what you have to be grateful for. And also think about things that you have been through in the past. When you've been through difficult situations in the past, you've been through challenges, adversity in the past. As I mentioned earlier, having gone through a previous adversity, then it's you're more likely to be able to get through the same thing again. So think about situations that you've been through and how you got through that adversity in the past. And what did you draw on? What what was it that you drew on? What what support, what skills, what strength, what help? What did you draw on? And who supported you through it? And what can you learn from your previous experiences of adversity to help you get through the challenges and the situations that you're going through now? And who can support you with that? Who can be your support network that can help to encourage you to support you and and that you can be inspired by as well? And as, a, and as I've said, often listening to other stories or listening to the stories of people who have been through challenges and difficulties or similar to ours can help us to learn from their experience. It can encourage us, it can inspire us and it can give us hope. I mentioned that in life bad things happen and accepting that change happens, whether it's a good change, whether it's a bad change. Change is something that will continually happen to us. And we may not like the changes that life throws in our way, the challenges that come our way, but accepting that it's part of life's process makes it um, more manageable. Accepting that there are some things that are beyond our ability to influence, to have control over. And rather than focusing on those things that we have no no control over, focus on those things that we can, those things that you can change, that you can influence and change. And being optimistic about the future. Developing a optimistic outlook empowers you to expect that good things will happen or that good things will eventually happen. And it, it's not that you're 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 looking at life through rose-tinted glasters, but it's it's remaining hopeful and positive about the future. And ways in which you can look at your your future more optimistically is you've accepted that whatever it is that you're going through has happened and now ask yourself well this is where you are at what opportunities could await you what is a more optimistic outlook to to look at the situation now you might it might help to visualize what it is and what that looks like um 
rather than worrying about that what you're fearful of or that what you're scared of. And if you are really struggling to get over something, get through something or deal with some sort of adversity, then get professional help if needed. Get help where whether it's uh, seeing counselling therapy or even just talking about it with a trusted friend. But if you are struggling, then get some help with this, with the situation. Because sometimes, you know, we can't deal with things on our own. We can't process things on our own. Um, and we do need that independent person who's going to help us to look at our situations objectively and help us to see the bigger picture. And thank you for listening. There will be no podcast episode next week, but do come back the following week. We'll be back the following week. And do subscribe so that you can be informed of when it is published. And if you're not part of my High Achieving Introverted Women group, then do find me on Facebook, High Achieving Introverted Women, and join the group. Or if you are an introverted woman and you are a senior leader, then find the High Achieving Introverted Senior Women LinkedIn group and come and join us there. And so, until the next time, bye.